0: It is us, the motion picture crew,
1: <laughs> again. It is, yes, we are here.
0: And by the time you listen to this, it'll be the New Year's, so Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. Yeah. Uh, my name is Matt Hopkins, and as always, uh, my friend Michael Trinko is here as well. Hey, mate. How you doing?
1: Good, how are you? Yeah, well. Hey, yeah, cool.
0: Um, we watched, yesterday, we watched Cliffhanger. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Sylvester Stallone. Uh, what year was that again? Nineteen ninety-three, I believe it
1: was. Yeah, it was ninety-three.
0: Nice, nailed it. Yeah, this was a a movie that I had seen as a kid, and um, what I remember most from it is that I wasn't really allowed to watch the gory parts. Yeah. So my dad like taped over them, like like he taped it from TV, (laughs) but then taped like static over the. So oh. he like skipped the um the gory parts. He bleeped them out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So wow. my my memory of that movie is very disjointed. <laughs> until now where it's like, "Oh, okay.
1: What a um yeah, so as far as you're concerned, everyone's still alive."
0: <laughs> yeah, more yeah. or less. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: No one died in this action film. Absolutely not. Yeah.
0: Everyone is alive and well. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was shocked to see how many deaths there were
1: yes quite a few well given like the given the premise of the plot as well i guess you'd sort of expect a few deaths yeah no well you're right yeah absolutely right um it is funny that you say that um you hadn't seen it in a long time though because i uh you know as we we always like like to go over the synopsis of the film um and then sort of find uh, a description of how to explain it to a mate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and that was actually something that came up. Um, so uh, for anyone who hasn't seen it, or if you are like us and had seen it once when you were a child uh, <laughs> and don't remember it anymore, um, the movie itself is about a mountain ranger haunted by a failed rescue attempt uh, who returns to the mountains to help plane crash survivors. Uh, but he, lo- he, soon? <laughs> he soon learns <laughs> that they are crooks using him to find the loot scattered near the wreckage. Um, now, to me, that screams someone's going to die. But uh, one of the reviews that I found of someone uh, on, you know, just on a cursory Google, um, sort of summed it up for me perfectly as well. Maybe it is like a like an age thing. Um, but uh, one of the reviews I found was, this movie from 1993 was exciting and thrilling from start to finish. I had so much fun watching it. I didn't see this movie back then because I was too young and I didn't know it existed. My bad. <laughs> My bad. My bad. <laughs> I really enjoy that, <laughs> uh, and that to me sort of expl- like is sort of the way I describe a lot of action films from the nineties. Yeah, I was too young to know they existed, <laughs> or I saw them like you did and completely forgot about them. Yeah, and my mum covered my eyes for the scary parts.
0: Totally, them. or taped over them. Or <laughs> taped. <laughs> thats a lot of effort. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Because you've got to then you've got to not only tape it, you've then got to rewatch it. Yeah, and then fiddle. Oh my heavens, that would have yeah. been like a five-hour ordeal.
0: Well, he did, yeah. He, he did it. Committed, did it well. Committed
1: the cinephile, your father. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, this movie to me was really a lot cornier than I remember it. But I think I guess that's probably just all action films from the nineties is that they are so fucking corny. Like there are yeah. more one-liners in the first like five minutes than I've heard all year. Basically,
1: yeah, I, I was shocked at the amount of one-liners there are, and like, and not, um, and not just like. You know, corny dialogue or or bad writing like, like intentionally written one-liners.
0: <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think
1: that's the part that got me. It's like, was it like an in, inside joke? <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it was pretty unreal. Um, I I didn't. We should now that I think about it. We should have kept track of all the one-liners. Yeah, that true. Fun. I think I, I wrote down some of them, but not n- certainly not enough of them.
0: A one-liner counter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I, I like that. <laughs> Uh, very good. Mm. Um, all right, cool. Shall we go through the um, the plot of this terrific film?
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, so uh, it starts off uh, with a helicopter searching for some stranded climbers. Uh, they're sort of stuck at the, like the peak of a uh, a mount- like a mountain. Uh, yeah, I guess it's like a little offshoot.
0: It's thing. fucking enormous is what it is. Yeah. And the two climbers are, one of them is one of the rescue guys, like one of the mountain rescue team.
1: It is, yeah. Hal Tucker. Mm. Yeah. That's Michael Rooker. Uh, and you
0: know. his girlfriend. Sarah. Who we are led to believe has no climbing experience. Yeah. And he's just dragged her up the top of this fucking enormous, incredibly intimidating mountain ledge cliff thing. Yeah. Uh, and hurts his leg or something.
1: Yeah, he's got like a recurring knee injury or something, yeah. and like they're stranded. And yeah, you're right because like, Sly, the whole thing is like Sly is climbing the mountain solo. Um, his his character is Gabe, um, but he's like the entire time like on the phone to the helicopter. Mm. Um, and as <laughs> as one of the other uh, reviews I was sort of looking at, um, you know, very um, astutely mentioned like. Uh, I don't know why he climbs to the top of the mountain in the beginning rescue scene when the helicopter could have taken him. It literally (laughs) follows him up the last part of the climb. (laughs) And and yeah, like... I guess... It it flies to like an adjacent peak. And like, yeah, not much is really done on Sly's behalf to like... I
0: am of the belief that it was purely so that he could do the one-liner where um, the woman from the helicopter says, um, what are you doing, Walker? And he goes, "Oh, just hanging around." Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, I reckon so as well. <laughs> <laughs> they were just like rare into like fire yeah. off the one-liners from the get-go. Yeah, um, but yeah, they, you're right. They're Like we uh, Sly climbs up on on his own, um, and uh, Hal has got like a knee injury, which for whatever reason seems to be the only reason they're stuck, mm. despite the fact that she can't climb a ladder. <laughs> yeah. um, and she's, and mind you, like, she's like, she's pretty nervous the entire time. Yeah. Um, but for some reason is more nervous about the rescue than the actual, like, enormous master climb that she's just done.
0: Yeah. What the hell?
1: Yeah. So that, that's a bit of, that's sort of odd, but there's a bit of like, you know, banter between uh, Gabe and Hal. So like, they're obviously sort of good mates. And uh, this Sarah is a relatively newish girlfriend by the sounds of it for mm-hmm. Hal. Um, and you have uh, the helicopter on like one peak and the stranded, you know, crew on on the other, there's a cable between them and they basically have to like zip line across yeah. to the rescue thing. And that's fine. And for whatever reason, Sarah doesn't go first, even though she's the most terrified and least experienced climber. Yeah. Um, but what do I know about mountain climbing? Um so anyway, so uh you know, Hal heads over, no sweat, he's all good. Um, and then uh, Gabe sets up a, a frightened Sarah and is like, yeah, you could be fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> sort of mutters something to her.
0: Oh, man. There are so many times in this movie where you're just like, what did he say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm going to go this way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Slow down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, enunciates. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, so she she gets set up with the gear and she's hooked up to the the cable and stuff. But for whatever reason, she's the only one that gets the equipment that's made out of like the icing from a wedding cake because it immediately <laughs> like just falls apart. Yeah, yeah. Um, like fantastically. Um, and so she's stuck in the middle of this rope between the helicopter and um and Gabe. Um, to which Gabe then clips on and, and you know goes out to try and grab her. Uh, as you know, classic action flick. Uh, you know, manner. Um, it breaks just as he gets there, and yeah. like catches her as she's falling. Um, but like in all good films, slips. Uh, uh, gloves are just like super slippery. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Um, made of Teflon, um, so she slips out of the glove <laughs> that, that yeah. he's holding on to and falls to her death. Yeah. Um, and obviously, everyone's very upset and traumatized by this.
0: One thing I um, I noticed in this scene is like. She's pretty... Like, she's in the middle of that zip line, right? And it's, like, pretty far out. And the, the clip that gets caught on, like, the carabiner... Yeah. ...is pretty small. And, like... Oh, yeah. And Sly over the other side's like, That clip will hold! Yeah. <laughs> How the <laughs> fuck can you see
1: it? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. 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 I also... I, I Like, just the fact that, like, this one clip thing... I mean, I don't know anything about mountain climbing equipment, but, like, this one thing which breaks really easily... um, Everything comes untangled from it as well. Like it seems yeah. to be like the the pinpoint like that's holding everything together. It's a load bearing. clip. <laughs> it's a load bearing <laughs> clip. Yeah. But anyway, so uh, you know it's, it's it's pretty stock standard, right? Like yeah. ropes are never as strong as they should be. Clip metal is just seemingly like liquid. <laughs> um, so anyway, so uh, so Sarah dies, um, and uh, we sort of skip forward a little bit in time, um, and we have a very quick introductory scene to some uh, Treasury agents mm. um, and an FBI agent who, who comes along for the ride for some reason
0: yeah I think he's there to like keep an eye on things or whatever
1: yeah oh well actually no you know what I remember now yeah the because um, it later on becomes revealed that they um, the FBI were you know tracing something or other yeah thing. so they've planted this guy in there to sort of keep an eye on stuff um, but we this is where we meet um, the agent uh, Richard Travers Mm. Um, who uh, is a treasury agent and he's uh, on a flight that's taking like a shitload of like $100 million or something like that and like $1,000 bills somewhere, mm. flying over a mountain for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, it's, I can't remember where they say they're going or if they even do. Um, but basically, we get, we sort of get a very brief introduction to them. Uh, and then we cut back very quickly, though, uh, to in my opinion, the best characters in this film. The two sort of like... Hell, yes. Extreme sports uh, aficionados. Like, they they see uh, Gabe driving back into town and they... You know, they're pumped. They're so excited to see that he's, he's returned back. They speak like the the sea turtle from Finding Nemo. It's like, oh,
0: Gabe! Yeah, dude! They're like the most radical dudes. Oh, the man. The MTV generation. Yeah, like...
1: oh, It's... Yeah, they have really turned it up to 11 with those two. But, um... Uh, yeah, so they chase they chase um, after Gabe. He's driving back into town to see Jesse. Who I we sort of get a hint and cling that like they were together. Yeah. Um, but after the incident, like Gabe just seems to have just bailed from town and his girlfriend. And, <laughs> yeah. Like, that was it. See ya. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so he's coming back to see her. Um, he has a very casual conversation with two like mountain surfer dudes, <laughs> just yeah. like in their cars, yeah. <laughs> like driving next to each other on like a thin road um he goes to um collect some stuff from from jesse he wants to like get her to move away with him because mm. he, he can't come back to the job man like he's, he's too traumatized um it's all very you know very tense and things like that um but basically like he's just sort of like he's, he's resolved for like getting his shit and leaving with or without her regardless yeah. uh, everybody else is back to work like jesse still works there hal still works there The helicopter pilot Frank, yeah, Frank, uh, who's also an artist on the side. Yeah, Uh, he still works there. So everybody basically sort of got over it, including the guy who was dating the woman. Uh, But Gabe took it hard. Um, So anyway, so he bails, um, and uh, then we come back to the um, to the Treasury agents. I keep trying, trying to call them FBI agents. They're Treasury agents, and the one FBI guy. Uh, and this is where we start to set things up. Things uh, start finally, you know, we start getting an inkling of like where we're going to be going for the rest of the the movie. Um, basically, the, this plane is flying to wherever it's carrying a shitload of you know of money as cargo. Um, all of a sudden, someone spies another plane out the window, yeah, like another jet,
0: and instantly is like. Hang on a minute. Yeah,
1: something's <laughs> afoot here, yeah. um, which immediately leads to a uh, a bit of a mutiny. Mm-hmm. Uh, Travers, our man um, from the Treasury Agency, uh, all of a sudden like uh, has a showdown with the FBI agent whose name I, I can't really remember. But he he shoots everyone. I'm pretty sure he shoots just about everyone on the plane. Yeah. Uh, and there's a pilot, there's two pilots. One of the pilots is in on the plot as well. He kills the other pilot. Yeah. In the most like, the look on his face was just like, you disgust me. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was such
0: a limp fisted holding of the gun as well. Yeah. It, a very uh, strange moment.
1: And straight towards the window as well. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but. Um, Unorthodox uh, if you ask me. That, that's right. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's what sets this movie apart. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so there's this big double cross and things like that, um, and everybody's been killed on the plane now because the, the plan has been sort of sprung. Uh, the other plane uh, has a, a crew in it, led by uh, uh, Eric Quaylen, mm-hmm. uh, played by none other than John Lithgow. The man. Yeah, who is a British military intelligence officer, or a former military intelligence officer. Uh, I'm not sure if him being British was relevant, but for whatever yeah. reason...
0: He is. I guess British people sound more evil.
1: I guess you, you can't have a, a, an American person as the lead bad guy. Yeah. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah, Could no. you imagine? <laughs> My heavens.
0: <laughs> um, um, but yeah, no. He, the 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 thing with him was that he um, he saw that it was better on the other side or something. You know.
1: Yeah, it was more. It was more like lucrative. Yeah. To just like you know, you can earn more as a bad guy, which. I mean, I guess so, but like, they that, that, like that's basically it. Yeah. It's just like, oh, he figured out he could get more money by being bad, and everyone's just like, cool.
0: But at what cost, John Lithgow? That, that's right, yeah. <laughs> but at what cost?
1: Um, so, uh, so John and his crew, um, they basically set a a cable between the two planes. This this pops up a lot in this film. They're, a lot of cables, just just linking stuff together with rope. No problems. <laughs> yeah. Anyone can do it. Um, and and the plan is that Travers on the uh, treasury plane is going to like send the the packages on the rope and just sort of flying fox it across to the to yeah. their plane. But he goes first because he doesn't trust Quaylen. Yeah. So we get an inkling that there's like a bit of tension between these two. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes across first, and then um, they start. Oh, he goes to start sending the the packages via the pilot that's still on there. Um, but anyway, um, Matheson, who is the FBI agent who was there for the the fl- you know, for the trip um, who was shot is still alive oh he's he's, he's m- <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's minor stroke oh uh, yeah I've just had a moment but no he is alive is what I was going to say alive and kicking I just wanted to reaffirm that no yeah <laughs> <laughs> My apologies. We
1: have underlined that for yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> He's not dead. No, uh, yeah. Please continue. So um, I'm very sorry about that. No, it. no, it's quite all right. <laughs> as long as you're okay, I'm fine. Um, but uh, yeah, he he comes. You know, he picks up a machine gun. He kills the pilot mm-hmm. that was you know uh, going to jump off the plane as well. Uh, and he sort of fires you know randomly out into the sky into the plane, and it strikes the plane that Quaylen and his crew are on. Um, and basically. The, the money uh just is, like, dropped. It's gone. Yeah. Like, that's now, like, into the plummets to the uh, mountains below. Um. The, the random shots that Matheson fired out the window or out the back door or whatever has struck the aviation, what was it? Like, aviation fluid or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah. so, I can't remember what it was. Yeah. But it's hit something. And so, they're like, oh, like, you know, we can't, we're going down. So, like, so they go down and they crash land in the mountains. Mm-hmm um so everyone su- survives that crash but they're obviously stuck you know it's it's like snowing so it's it's freezing um their their packages are scattered across the place um no one knows where they are or that they're there, uh because you know obviously it was a, a bit of a black hop sort of uh style mission um but uh basically uh, they're now in a position where they need to not only survive but also re uh recollect all the packages yeah. and then figure out how the fuck they're going to get out of wherever they are.
0: Yeah. So there's like three suitcases that they have to find. Mm. Um, and old mate, uh, Travis has the scanner.
1: That's right. Yeah. yeah that and- he
0: can z- zone in on the, uh, on the uh, packages, but they do like a distress call from the plane, right? Like the
1: chick who was flying, like, yeah, I need help. They do well, so um they do a distress call after they've crashed. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, yeah. they figure out so uh Travis also his like biggest card is that not only does he have the tracking device dearly but he's the only one with the codes to like enter into the tracking device to then give you the location. Mm. So he's he's holding that as like, you can't kill me because I'm the only one who can use this machine to then yeah. find everything, but they do, yeah, you're right, after they crash, they do a distress call to, um, like, Jesse and Hal and Frank to say that they're stuck. Um, they fake whatever reason that they're there, like they pretend to be climbers or some shit. But basically, yeah, they send them on their way in I, in the hopes of, I guess, just, like, having a guide, like someone who can navigate the mountain mm. um, to help them find all this stuff because they don't know where they are. They just have this one device that... Travis, is he's hogging he's hogging the ball <laughs> he's hogging the ball yeah that dog um, but uh, yeah so we've got um, uh, it it should also be noted at this point as well that out of the the bad guys there are two pilots right so we have got Quaylen who's yeah, a pilot yeah and his girlfriend Crystal who is also is the other pilot yeah um, because that comes into play a bit later on but uh, basically uh, we then come back come, cut back to Jessie who's heard the the distress call and she. Uh, tries to convince Gabe to like help. They're like, oh, these people are like, they're, they're, they're stuck on the mountain and like, you're the best, you're the best of the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're always the best. That Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And he's, you know, he can climb the mountain better than anyone. He knows the way and not says, do you know the way? But, uh, you know, Gabe is like, I haven't climbed a mountain in months, which like, mind you, that's a long time to be out of the game. Yeah. Right? Especially if it's something like that. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I, I feel like that's not something you can just sort of come back in and, and be like, oh, that's right. I remember how to be strong. Yeah. 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 But anyway, he he's like, no, no, no. And he just he drives out <laughs> and he's gone. Can't stay here. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, so the FBI and the Treasury uh, have, have um, found out that uh, shit's gone down. Money's been stolen. There's been a plane crash. There's all sorts of things going on. Um, they. Pretty quickly realize or know that the uh, the person uh, in charge is likely Quaylen. Mm-hmm. Um And they have like a document on him. They're like, we've been tracking him for a while. And, uh, you know, we we suspect that it's him. And so they have an idea in terms of who they're dealing with. So they jump into a plane, and start heading off to go and, and, you know, join the scene. Which amazingly seems to take the entire fucking movie for them to arrive. <laughs> yeah. But more on them later. Um, <laughs> um Anyway, we, we, we Gabe's obviously out of the scene now. The only person left to help is Hal, mm-hmm. um, and he's now climbing up the mountain, uh, and he comes up across like one of the peaks, and who should be waiting there already? There he is. Gabe. Gabe. Yep. He's had a change of heart, and he's like, you know, I'm- I'm so can't help you. <laughs> <laughs> that's, right, that's right. Yeah, he drools something out of <laughs> Hal, and uh, he's, he's beating him up the mountain as well, because that's how good he is. <laughs> um, but like this is the first interaction we see between these two since Sarah's death. Mm-hmm. and there's uh clearly a little bit of uh friction between the two of them. oh well, yeah, particularly on Hal's behalf at least he he does not care uh for, for Gabe.
0: No, not at all.
1: yeah, so they're they're a bit um they're a bit uh what do you call it like touchy with each other. yeah um but anyway, they decide to like go on and, and just you know try to complete the job and and help the people who were stranded. Uh, despite the differences. But um, uh, what ends up happening, though, is that they finally find the, you know, Quailen and his and his crew.
0: His cronies? His, yeah, his cronies,
1: <laughs> yeah. And um, and immediately, they, like, grab Hal and Gabe. They're holding them at gunpoint. Like, they have, like, automatic weapons and, and all the trimmings. Um, and they basically, like, immediately just sort of tell them their master plan. Like, you know, we've yeah. got shit to find. Like, you two are going to help us. We need someone who... People who know, like, the mountain... Um, and so they're sort of basically just like held it held hostage and are forced to help like help them find everything. Yeah. And they, you know, they have to lie on the radio back to um, back to base back to Frank and Jesse. So they're in the dark the entire time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They basically get shown the scanner and like, do you guys know where this mount like where these points are? <laughs> yeah. It's like a crude fucking like uh, wireframe picture of the mountains. And they're like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um yeah it's always just up yeah yeah. (laughs) it's up that way yeah Yeah. so they they just head head up um but they you know so they they get to the first well they get near the first package or i guess the closest one i don't know if there's any particular order they go into these things but um they it's like literally like above them um and they're all standing very casually like on this like very small path on the side of a cliff yeah um, huge plummet, but everyone's just cool. Like it's just like they've been on mountains before. Like everyone's just accustomed to this. Yeah. Um, I personally am not good with heights. Like my palms are sweating just thinking about oh, it. Do hate um, heights? Everyone I was like, them. "Cool." Yeah. yeah. No. It, it, yeah. I don't. Can't do it. But basically, they realize that it's the is like just above them. Um, so they get Gabe to climb up the the face of the mountain um, to to retrieve it. But they. Tie a rope around his leg like a leash, basically, so he mm. can't just like disappear. And he climbs up, finds the package, breaks the the case open with a boulder, and realizes it's like a lot of cash. Yeah, yeah,
0: thousand dollar, thousand dollar notes, thousand dollar notes. Yeah. yeah, but I think that's what they meant by um, when they were doing that scene in the treasury about uh, non, was it non transferable denominations or something like that? Yeah, I don't yeah. think it's
1: like cash in the traditional sense. There's like it's a, um, I don't know that. They're not bonds, right? But they're no.
0: I think it's cash, but like I mean, you couldn't take a thousand dollar note into a shop. You got, yeah, you got, got change for a thousand. <laughs> <laughs>
1: One pack of gum, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I guess there's like some sort of way of yeah. you know, transferring large sums of money around like that, right?
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, I think the the thing was that um, Quaylen has connections to people who could make use of that money, oh, or who right. could do something with it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, okay cool yeah so it's but you know it, it's a shitload of money though as well oh yeah hard cash mm. um, uh, so at this point while it, like Gabe's discovering like that it, they're basically just chasing after a shitload of cash um, he's uh, I'm not sure if, if he's just sort of like trying to figure out what to do with it but like in the meantime Quaylen has just openly said to everyone including Hal <laughs> um, we only need one mountain person like just kill him when he gets back down yeah so, which gives like Hal all the time in the world to be like, "I'll just tell him that." Yeah. So, <laughs> I'll literally just yell up there. <laughs> yeah, which he does. He just yells yeah. at the mountain. He's like, "Hey, they're gonna kill you. Get the fuck out of there!" So they they yank on the cord that's attached to his ankle, like yeah. trying to pull him back down again. Um, and he cuts the cable with like a. Um, why, what's he got? He's got something.
0: I think it's the thing that connects to your boot, like the ice climbing. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think he's like swiping at it with that. Yeah, he hacks
1: yeah. away at it. and yeah. uh, Oh, it, sorry. It should also be noted that before he climbs up, uh, in terms of insurance for Quaylen, not only did they keep hold of Hal uh, and tie his leg up with a rope, they also took uh, Sly's um, jacket off him. Yeah. And it's like freezing, top of a mountain, snow everywhere. So he's just in the t-shirt at this point. Yeah. Um... And uh, yeah, so anyway, so he, he hacks the rope off. He's just in a t-shirt. He's got the money, the case of money. So the bad guys decide to like start sh- sh- start? <laughs> start shooting at him with like a machine gun. Yeah. And also launching grenades. Yeah.
0: It just had a rocket. Like this dude had a fucking grenade launcher in yeah on the mountains. Pretty
1: serious he- business. Um, oh man, you don't need that. I wouldn't have thought so. <laughs> um, but would you believe it starts an avalanche. Yeah. Mayhem I would believe it um, So You know Yeah This thing happens I think they lose The money I'm pretty sure uh, In the avalanche uh, Yeah he get- chucks it over the edge Oh he does throw it With over the edge Forget about your money <laughs> <laughs>
0: He doesn't say that He's turning, he? he's turning more honors for ego yeah. Every moment <laughs> <laughs> He would have been great In that role I reckon Oh yeah Absolutely yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, I got your money now Oh that's
1: a remake I'd like to see <laughs> Fuck yeah
0: Oh man I should have cast him In my remake Cliffhanger. Not my remake uh, My um, sequel uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, hey the two are pretty interchangeable. We live and learn yeah.
1: <laughs> we do we do yeah. um, but anyway so uh it's presumed that Gabe has died in that avalanche um, they've lost the first thing of money but there's still two more like there's still a lot of money you know, mm-hmm. That they can get their hands on that's fine um Hal is now just sort of like the sole captive of of the bad guys. They decide to move on to the next one to which um, we uh, it, it's then revealed that Gabe actually survived the avalanche and he's now, By himself, only in a t shirt and freezing (laughs) conditions at the top of a mountain, um, to which he free climbs up to like a cabin Mm. uh, or some sort of old, like unused building of some sort that was up there. Yeah. Where um, uh, Jesse meets meets them because Hal made that sort of fake, forced fake report back to them that everything's fine and he's just going to wait out the storm or something. Yeah. Um, but Frank uh, gives her a lift up in the helicopter and, and they decide to go and try and help him out because they're clueless to the fact that like there's bad guys up there and yeah. um, you know, there's any, any sort of danger. Um, but basically, like uh, she's in the cabin and in bursts Gabe just wearing a t-shirt, freezing, shuddering yeah. cold. He fills her in as to what's going on. She gives him like the thinnest jumper I've ever seen in yeah. my life. And all of a sudden he is bone dry and is like Incredibly healthiest. warm. Yep.
0: <laughs> Couldn't be happier. I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah. I was, I was fucking ready to just like n- uh, yeah. nail into that one. <laughs> Come on, man.
1: It was just, it just seemed like such an obvious oversight. Yeah. Like at least start a fire or like, yeah. I don't know, put a bit of effort into it. <laughs> just give him like a piece of cloth and he's yeah. like, ah, oh, I feel great. It was like a sweater full
0: of holes. Yeah, like one of those ones that you'd pay um, like two thousand dollars for from Kanye West. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: but it was also like it's it's like found in like a dilapidated cabin that they're in, so it like yeah. it looks as old and terrible as that. Like, oh yeah. Uh, anyway, awful stuff. Um, we digress. Uh, but anyway, so <laughs> they they they're caught up on the on what's going on. Um, they decide to go after Hal. Mm-hmm. Um, Hal and uh, Quaylen and his and his cronies. <laughs> I like that. I'm say yeah, that. very good. They uh, so they're now both heading for the next location. This is where it and it happens. Like I think with the last package as well. Kalen and Travers have that device that like tells them where shit is. Yeah. Um, and they've got Hal to navigate the mountain, but for whatever reason, Gabe just seems to know where these packages are as well. Because remember he get, oh yeah they get to the second one before Quaylen yeah you're right like there's a delay because uh then they get to the near the second location. Travis is like, why don't we just go up this cliff face instead of going this crazy zigzaggy road? And he how like stalls by being like, you know, only twelve people in the world could do this. You want to yeah. give it a try? <laughs> um, and so they decide to like go the zigzaggy way. But regardless, like even if that's the case, there's no way Gabe is just stumbling upon.
0: Yeah, my only, my only thought is that maybe he just memorized where the other ones were when he saw the picture of all three of them.
1: <laughs> he recognized that yeah. polygon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. incredible that he could pinpoint their exact fucking location from just a scrambling of white lines. Yeah,
1: know? it just yeah, it but you know, I guess like they've got to they've got to end up in the same location somehow. True.
0: It's 93, I guess, uh, you know. That's right. Really
1: We're just pumped to be to see sliced alone, uh, yeah. shirtless on a mountain. Oh yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, as it as it happens, uh, Gabe and Jesse beat them to the next package. Um, they take all the cash out, um, and they leave a, a note on a single thousand dollar bill that just says "want to trade." Yeah, um, indicating that they want to like give the money uh, uh, in exchange for Hal and his safety. Um, there's a snowman in front of the case as well. Which, for whatever reason, this this like the notion that they were beat to the location, the money's gone, infuriates Travis. Um He decapitates the snowman, and I swear to God, he says he-ya. He does.
0: We rewound. We rewound that part so that we could re that so we could check,
1: and he does say Dah! "yeah, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, maybe those treasury guys are proficient in martial arts or something, but. Um, <laughs> Uh, But anyway, so that was, you know, so this sets up the first sort of like grand showdown between the good guys and the bad guys. It do, it do. Um, Because they're sneaking around in the dark. It's it's also night at this point, I should point out. Um, So they're sneaking around in the dark, but um, (laughs) thanks to the magic of night vision goggles (laughs) that the bad guys happen to have on them. For whatever reason, can even though they were all going... They were in a plane? Yeah. Like, were they planning for this?
0: <laughs> yeah, it seems like a weird contingency. Like, oh, I better take some fucking night vision goggles. Yeah. Just in case I've just seen the dark at some point. Yeah, just yeah, like,
1: like, what are we doing today? Oh, we're, we're ziplining between two planes. Yeah. All right. Night vision goggles, got night it. Night vision, <laughs> check. Yeah. Rocket launcher, check. Yeah. Yeah. Um, surplus of rope. <laughs> <And> I, re- <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I reckon this movie was funded by Big Rope. Big Rope definitely,
1: yeah, yeah, you can tell. There's a lot of uh, product placement. (laughs) Big Rope or Big Zipline, one of the two. That's right, yeah. (laughs) Big Flying Fox got on board. Corporate Um, dogs. (laughs) Yeah, Ruining good cinema. (laughs) Um, But anyway, so there's a big fight between Gabe and the Night Vision man. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He foils him by uh, sparking a flare in front of his Night Vision goggles, to which he just screams. And then they both slide down the mountain like like using it as a sled basically yeah. um he gets a few cuts and bruises would you believe <laughs> um at this point as well or it was like it's just after this point or something like that there's all of a sudden just a really quick flash of the mountain dudes yeah i just been refer like mountain dudes is just the easiest way to refer to them totally I think. um i'm sure they have names but um uh they're just camping like they've been out like base diving and uh, base no, base jumping. That's the word I'm yeah. looking for. Base jumping and like, um, I don't know, hiking and uh, doing all sorts of extreme sports uh, on the mountain. Uh, but then they're just like camping for the night up on the mountain. They're like eating beans and just chatting about MTV or something like that. Yeah. And it, it seems to be purely just to sort of remind you that like these guys are, they're in the mix. Like yeah, they'll be around at some point. Yeah. Um, because nothing really comes of this like quick cameo. It's just, like, no. they're there. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. Um, but basically, you know, so they get away from the bad uh, Gabe and Jesse get away from the bad guys. They, um, they hide in a, in a cave. Uh, and they <laughs> uh, they keep warm by burning a big pile of money <laughs> yeah. that they stole from the second case. To which yeah. Gabe says, it costs a fortune to hit this place. <laughs> yeah. My eyes have
0: never rolled further back into um, my own head, man.
1: Yeah. Definitely one of my personal favorites uh, in terms of <laughs> one lines in this film, though. That was up there. Um, I, I I think I mentioned this when we were watching it, but I, I also enjoyed the fact that, um, the money fire crackles.
0: Yeah. Like like it's a log fire or something. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's the only soundbite they had. Yeah, probably. In the the Foley studio. (laughs) Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't burn uh, real money. Yeah. It was probably just someone eating like pop
1: rocks or something. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, anyway, so, uh, the next day. Oh, okay, that's right. So I'm I'm refreshing my memory now as to why they showed the the mountain dudes. So the next day, Hal uh, and the and Quail and the bad guys they meet the the mountain dudes, um, and uh, they you know they they're sort of none the wiser. They just assume that Hal has taken people out mm. um, up in the mountain. Um, but but Hal like all of a sudden just yells out to them to like get the fuck out of here. You know, like they're they're bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't sort of do it in a sing songy way like that, but. <laughs> They, uh, they they start running off like they sort of alert and they freak out and the two mountain dudes turn around to run um, but they just open fire on them hmm. uh, killing one of the mountain dudes yeah. which was like a surprisingly sad thing to happen because yeah. they just seem you know seem like a couple of nice fellas yeah um, but one of them gets away by uh, base jumping <laughs> of course <laughs> absolutely um, and crashes into a, a tree uh, survives but he's like unconscious and stuff yeah um, and until wolves come to, like, sniff his boots yeah. for a while. Um, but he's eventually rescued uh, by Frank, mm-hmm. uh, who has the helicopter. He's just still still, just out and about, just, just sussing stuff out. But that's the last you see of them.
0: Th- that's right. That's it. Like, I'm, uh, what purpose did they serve in the movie, other than to just add to the body count?
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, it seems like they would just sort of, Aside from the body count, it was like, oh, no, like, there are people that come here recreationally. Yeah. And they're radical, man. They're, they're totally tubular. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> we like it extreme. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's right. Oh, I forgot that he says that. Yeah. And, like, that earlier scene where they're both base jumping and they're just, like, having a conversation midair. It's yeah. Like, oh, yo, check this out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yo, look at me, man. <laughs> it's like the Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, I yeah, okay. I I see their value.
1: Look, it's like it, it, it contributes nothing to the story. Yeah. I guess it's a bit of lightheartedness, but um then that lightheartedness is just has its throat slit right in front of you.
0: I guess I guess one thing is that they um they tried really really hard to um instill hate in the enemies you know what i mean like like yeah. for you like for the viewer to be like oh those fucking that man you know it was yeah. <laughs> yeah uh how could they they were innocent you know like i guess that's probably part of it but they didn't have to do that like you were already very well aware of how ho- horrible these people are
1: uh, yeah no you're absolutely right like you, you um surely at this point you're aware that they're not good people yeah <laughs> well- <laughs>
0: you already want them to die <laughs> that, yeah exactly yeah
1: um and also the fact that there's like such hostility between like Travers and and Kalen as well is like there's like there's there's bad guys amongst the bad guys like yeah, these yeah. people are not good. But anyway, so they they killed the, that poor innocent man and um, um yeah, but one of them you know as I said gets away, He gets rescued, and um, yeah, that's literally it. That's, that's it. it. He's just fine. Yeah. He's he's good. But uh, anyway, at this point. Um, uh, uh the treasury agents and the FBI are um like they have arrived in the area like they you can see that like they're sort of near mountains and stuff like that so that it's showing that they're obviously coming to the area to find out what the fuck happened yeah in a helicopter in a helicopter yeah, yeah. um but th- this, there's like a quick flash of this like just showing that they are on the way uh in the area but it, like it seems to take them the rest of the fucking film to then <laughs> yeah. find the actual location but as I said earlier, we come back to them again. It's so, sort of like a hey, remember these guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, so uh, Gabe uh, at this point is um still is in a cave, and they're trying to climb out of the cave uh, to the surface. But above them is the bad guys. Um, but and Gabe actually he p- pokes his head out at one point from this cave, um, through the snow, and gets caught by a character called Kynet, played none other. Than by Leon. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Leon. Just Leon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what he's credited as at the start of the movie. It just comes up Leon. Yeah. We were both like, who the fuck is Leon?
1: His full name is Leon Robinson, but for whatever reason, he's just credited as Leon, Mm. which, like, it got my attention. <laughs> I, yeah, true. Yeah. I immediately was like, "Who the fuck is Leon?" <laughs> yeah, because um, I couldn't help but think of um, Leon the Professional. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, it's not him. Uh, yeah. Um, anyway, so uh, yeah, there's a there's a face off between Leon and oh, sorry, his name is Kynet. I should refer to him mm. as Kynet. So Gabe and Kynet have a a, a sort of um, face off. Gabe like jumps back down the hole that he came out of. Kynet goes after him. At this point, Kalen's also planning to blow up the mountain where they are, which mm. would basically cause it to, um, like, a cave-in. Yeah. In a cave-in, like, you know, killing Jesse and um, and Gabe, because this, you know, they already thought he was dead, but he's clearly not. Um, so, you know, they want to try to get rid of him. Um, at this point, there is a... Instead of just, like, in all classic action films, there's an opportunity for the bad guy to kill the good guy, but they don't. Yeah. They, they stop... They like slow down and they just start like talking trash yeah. and really slow slowly walking up to the person to kill them while talking trash. <laughs> um, at this point in the fight, uh, it, it turns into a fist fight after he drops his gun. Um, <laughs> to which Jesse picks up the gun to shoot <laughs> to shoot Kynette. And what does Kinet say, Matt Hopkins? <laughs> no bullets, bitch. <laughs> It was my favorite line in the whole
0: movie. Oh man. You're just this maddening expression and just um yeah, you just don't expect it. <laughs> no bullets, bitch. <laughs> he
1: just yeah, it's just so over the top. Yeah. Like it's just so overdone. And yeah. but like it after that comment as well, like that just seems to be the way he speaks. Yeah. Uh until you know he meets his inevitable end because mm. he's fighting the, the main protagonist, so he's obviously not gonna win. Yeah.
0: Um, he's a bloodthirsty young man.
1: He is, yeah. And, and after the the no bullets a bitch comment, um, <laughs> he he you know philosophizes and and walks up to Gabe slowly to, to kill him. Gabe's like in all sorts as well. He's like he's fucked. Like he's been had the shit kicked out of him. Yeah. Um, but because he's he's fucking walking so slowly and talking <laughs> so much shit, Gabe just like punches him in the dick, <laughs> yeah. and then like grabs him above his head and then kills him by pushing him up into <laughs> yeah. an, uh, an icicle? No, a... Um, a
0: stalactite. A
1: stalactite, because yeah. they're in a cave.
0: Yeah. Um, Fun fact about stalactites, they call them that. So the ones that uh, stick to the top of the cave and point mm-hmm. down, stalactites, because they hold on tight. <laughs> uh, and uh, stalactites come up from the ground. Oh, that's cute. I don't think there's a, a rhyme for that one. Not a rhyme, but like a saying... But yeah. I learned that at uh, I think like Janolan Caves or something. On a oh, tour.
1: yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah, isn't it funny? The sort of stuff you remember like that. Yeah. Maybe the Stalic might reach the roof one day. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, that's
0: right. Nah, that's not good. <laughs> Look, as long as you remember, Stalic tights, hold on tight. Yeah, that, yeah that's that's that's, uh, that's very good. I like
1: that yeah. one. That's a lot easier. That's better. That card kind of struck mine from the record. Yeah, it <laughs> was awful. Totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so as a result of the of, of killing Kinet. Um, they uh, they now have a radio mm-hmm. so they can now sort of contact K- uh, Kaelin, Kwaylin, Kaelin, Kaelin? Kaelin. 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 On the radio and um, they uh, basically decide from this point to uh, you know, keep the radio. Um, they get out of the cave and um, they find like a, a 60-year-old rope. I, yeah. I just specifically remember them saying 60-year-old rope. Like this rope is like sixty years old, and, yeah. and like, you know, is it gonna hold us? And he's like, "No,
0: Yeah, uh, probably not." Probably, yeah. Like,
1: there's just sort of like no hope here. But like, they're they're stuck there because also the, like the bomb is still going off. Yeah. But like, you know, uh, it's it's an action movie, so like the bomb doesn't just detonate. It, there's like a time timer. Oh yeah. Um. So they're doing all this and trying. So they basically they um they tie the sixty year old rope to something. They bolt. Oh, that's right. He has one of those little mountain bolt gun things. Yeah. He bolts that. They climb down it, and then they start swinging side to side on the mountain face. to side. To side. side, to side. <laughs> um side. But of course, it's a 60-year-old it's rope, mm. you know? Um, so it starts to wear as it's uh, being dragged along the edge of the cliff, um, and they um, get to safety just as, like, the rope snaps. Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty sure at this point as well, this is the point where Jesse was like, um, she sort of is going to fall. And it's like a recreation of like the opening scene where like they're holding onto each other. You know, Gabe's like reliving that moment of like, oh, last time I was in this exact same position. Like, you know, Sarah died and I was traumatized. But because there's a timer on the bomb, they don't have time to like sit on this moment. So like, it's very quickly shown like him holding onto Jesse, and then he's just like, all right, and he pulls her up, and the the bomb goes off, and everything's fine. (laughs) Like it's it's very quickly sort of done. Um, But that's sort of like what they're trying to get get to. So the bomb goes off. Um, Frank at this point the helicopter pilot uh, has landed on top of the mountain to tend to uh, what he is on the impression is a hurt climber yeah but it's actually Crystal mm-hmm. um, the pilot well, one of the two pilots and uh, Quelan's partner or girlfriend or lover or, or something or yeah other. it's
0: not really clear what she is but you assume that there's some romantic
1: well I believe there is because they um, they specifically mention there's that thing about you know do you know what love is oh uh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so Crystal's feigning to be injured. Frank comes over, she pulls a gun on him. Um, he you know he realises it's, it's it's a trap. At the same time, though, another one of the henchmen, another like English, the English guy, the like, the other English guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got like a machine gun. He's he's maybe like twenty meters away. He's got it aimed at Frank. So you've got Frank <laughs> with Crystal on the ground. She's got a huge like Magnum revolver pointed to his <laughs> yeah. chest. So they're like, as you could imagine, especially from like 20 meters or so away, like they're pretty close together. You've then got the dude with the machine gun and um, yeah, like he wastes him from like however far away. Yeah. Um, And obviously Crystal is unhappy about this because of how fucking uh, close (laughs) close (laughs) he was. Um, but I think this is like them trying to set up this guy as like, he's a loose unit, man. Like he's, he's fucking crazy.
0: Yeah. He's he's fucking crazy.
1: Yeah. Um, so at this point now the bad guys have, they've killed Frank, but they now have a helicopter. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, but still no money. There's still one more package left that they're trying to find at this point. Um, not to mention they assume that Gabe and Jesse are dead. So they sort of think they're in the clear. Um, but, um, Uh, with the death of of Frank as well, Hal is like enraged by this. He's Mm. furious, you know. Um, So we start to see him come uh, sort of, you know, into like like hero mode because he effectively thinks that he's like on his own at this point as well. As far as he knows, he's the only one left. There is a scene where, uh, um, uh, because Gabe and Jesse have obviously made it uh, onto a separate ledge from the 60-year-old rope. They then run across what is the most rickety wooden like rope ladder bridge (laughs) I've ever seen in my life um which uh they've the bad guys have set up a tripwire on um which blows up one end so it like collapses and they have to run back um it was just it's just like a classic scene really like yeah
0: action sequence yeah they i I think when they were writing they were like we have to put in there has to be room for a rickety old bridge that we can explode. Yeah, and they just make it over to the other s- side.
1: I mean, you're watching cliffhanger. If someone's <laughs> yeah. not hanging off a cliff at some point, you're not getting what you Yeah, yeah I want my money back. For. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so you get that. The other thing, the only other reason I wanted to mention that scene was because I um, they did like a Mythbusters episode on that. Is that right? Yeah, to see mm. that if you are running backwards off a, uh, a collapsing bridge, if you can actually jump when there's no tension underneath it. Yeah, good point. Um, you can't. Yeah. But um anyway, that just sort of when I saw that I was like, oh yeah, that's this scene. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh but anyway, so uh back to the story. Quaylin and Travis, uh, so they have the helicopter, um, but this fucking sexual tension between these two has just reached a peak, like <laughs> they can't deal with it anymore. Um, Travis realizes that basically once his usefulness is like sort of expired, like they're just gonna kill him. Yeah. Um, but he's the only one who put the codes to use the tracking device and they've still one more package left. Um, so they pull a gun on, uh, sorry, Travis pulls a gun on, um, Um, and you know, there's sort of like a bit of a a tense standoff. Uh, but Quailen sort of, this is where he points out that like, there's only two pilots really all that crystal is, um, his girlfriend is a pilot. Um, so he makes the sacrifice of killing crystal. Yeah. And then sort of says the travelers like, I'm the only pilot. I'm the only one who can get us out of here now. So they've both sort of been like a yeah. stalemate. And uh, at this point, um, <laughs> amazingly, Gabe finds the next package yeah. um, pretty easily. He's done it again. <laughs> it's like he, he just makes a beeline for it. Yeah. He's just like, I know exactly where it is. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> yeah. Across the rickety bridge. It's unbelievable. Um, but uh, yeah, he, he finds it. He rips it open again, stashes all the cash. Uh, at this point we sort of go back to the bad guys again because Hal has basically reached the end of the line in terms of his usefulness. Mm-hmm. So the crazy other like uh, machine gun toting Englishman is in charge of just killing him. Travis is like just you know get rid of him and then like let's go on to the next one because it's nearby. But you can't just shoot someone in a no. film and like be like you're done. You've got to make it some big macho bullshit alpha <laughs> yeah. wank. Yeah.
0: Um.
1: And this guy just starts like instead of shooting him, he just starts beating him up, beating him up. Did you hear that? <laughs>
0: yeah, I did. That was weird. Bit of Bit yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um.
1: Yeah. He starts beating Hal up. Hal, for some reason takes his jacket off as well, which I never. I didn't. I was like, what's he doing? Yeah. Is he gonna do something? Yeah. With a I, jacket? Yeah. He just takes it off and throws it off the cliff like he's just angry or something. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Very strange. Um. But uh, yeah, he starts kicking the shit out of him. Um, he starts like making a lot of like soccer remarks.
0: Yeah, it's like foot. Yeah, but he specifically he says soccer as He's well. He does say soccer because you can't kind of confuse the uh, the American audience by saying football. That's right. Yeah.
1: yeah, Um So that was immediately for me. It was like, well, this is a red flag. <laughs> yeah. This is the one problem with this film. Yeah. <laughs> you can't have an English person saying soccer. <laughs> um, anyway, would would you believe it? The drawn out macho bullshit backfires. Oh. Spectacularly. Oh my heavens. And um and Hal is uh, <laughs> hanging off a cliff. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um stabs him in the leg with a knife and then shoots him in the chest with a shotgun and then he goes off the cliff. So I reckon he's probably dead at yeah. that point.
0: I think you're probably right on the money there. He's dead as <laughs>
1: <laughs> dead as. Yeah. Uh so Hal's still alive, but again Travis cause Travis keeps going. So mm. Travis thinks that um, when he hears the gunshot in the distance, he's like, "Ah, oh, like he's killed him. Uh, he makes some offhand remark about, you know, told him to be quiet or something like that. <laughs> um, but anyway, Travis is, his, his detention's on the tracker because he's come into like the, f- the final one. He's getting some weird fucking readings. Like this thing is jumping around all over the place. And we realize that um, again, Gabe has beat them to the chase. He's bloody done it. And he's put the tracking device on a hair. Yeah. Which is just jumping around in the, in the snow uh travis is enraged by this hates hairs <laughs> starts firing wildly at it misses of course which just enrages him even more and uh basically travis he's like this is the final straw he's mm. just fucking had enough of this shit he starts um yelling at quailen over the radio which uh, at, at this point because they're in the area the fbi and the, the treasury helicopter are within range so they start picking up all the uh the chatter and um, Travis starts, keeps using Quailen's name over the radio, like exposing who's there. Yeah. So Quailen does it
0: back. It's like, stop talking, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that was pretty good. Was it? Yeah. Like, do a good John Lithgow. Oh, no. No, no I, I was lost the, it. Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> that was a one-time thing, man. <laughs> That's it, yeah. <laughs> Never again.
1: <laughs> oh, man, but what a treat for me, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh. um, but uh yeah so, uh, so uh, yeah uh, Travers and Qualen so they're having a, a bloody um, domestic over the the radio Qualen uh, at this point um is in the helicopter uh, as well he jumps in the helicopter and starts flying off um presumably to find like the last bag or, so, or the last the bit of money I assume
0: yeah i think so
1: um so he's just going to use the helicopter as like uh, you know to get around faster after having this sort of you know argument over the radio Travers finds Gabe like Immediately. Mm-hmm. And they start having a chase. Uh, Jesse is uh, found by Quaylen in the helicopter. So she is basically taken hostage by Quaylen. So she's on the helicopter with him, um, handcuffed. Uh, Travis is tracing is down Gabe, who uh, they enter like a, I don't know. It's like a frozen lake with like a wooden bridge yeah. over it.
0: It looks very much like a studio set piece.
1: It, yeah, yeah. I, that's the thing, because a lot of this looks like it was probably done on site, like they actually went into mountains and stuff like that. This one, it, like this particular scene is like, yeah, as you said, very blatantly yeah. studio setting. Yeah. Um. And uh, as Travis is like walking over this rickety wooden bridge, um, Gabe reaches up from like one of the missing slats and like grabs him or he, he does, I think he... Um, yeah, he, like pulls him down. He pulls him down, that's right, through the bridge. Yeah. Um, but in doing so, uh, Gabe falls into the ice, like yep. cracks through the ice. So he's now underwater in freezing water, trapped under ice. Great band. Excellent band.
0: <laughs> also a great Metallica song.
1: There, yeah. There mm. you go. There's mm. so much of trapped on being trapped under ice has to offer. Yeah. 100%. No, except for like, you know, life. But, um, <laughs> As as anyone who's trapped under ice would do, he immediately takes his shirt off. Oh yeah. I mean, maybe this is some sort of survival tactic that I don't know about, or it's just like easier. He's not dragging him down or something like that. But yeah, it could be. To me, it was like someone at some point was like, "We've gone through a lot of this film, yeah. and Sly hasn't been shirtless once."
0: Yeah, we got to get. Yeah, we got to get a shot of Sly looking sexy.
1: Yeah, yeah. Get that fucking <laughs> shirt off, man. <laughs> So he's now shirtless, underwater, uh, un- under the ice, and Travers um, is sort of following him um, with a gun, like pointed at him as, as as he's sort of like crawling underneath the ice to get away from him. Um, I think he says something. I feel like that was a one liner there, maybe, but I I can't remember now. But yeah, um,
0: there was something I can't remember
1: there, there exactly so many, what it was. But um, basically, there's like it, it seems like it's the end for Gabe until he. Um, he fires through the ice using like the I think it was the mountain bolt gun. It was thing. the mountain
0: bolt gun, yeah, yeah. And he
1: kills Travers, yeah, um, just as Hal arrives uh, to help him as well. So, mm. and you know because of the, oh, that's right, and he, and Gabe immediately goes back to the one entrance to the ice water that he uh, fell through. Yeah, and it was just like he was that's fine. Yeah, he's fine. Got back under, like got back on the top side pretty easily. Travers is now dead. Um, the next scene, Hal and Gabe are sitting in front of a, um, are they in front of a fire? No, sorry. They, he's just sitting with like a t-shirt and vest on bone dry again. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Perfectly fine. Yeah. It, it, like, no I,
0: hypothermia. I, nah, no,
1: not nothing. shivering or anything yeah. like that. Just sort of like a bit tired, you know, like <laughs> being climbing all day. Could use a Mars bar. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's done work. He wants to rest and play. That's right. Um, yeah. <laughs> But, uh, so, yeah, it's amazing. Considering how uh, little body fat he has. he seems to handle the cold very well. But um, <laughs> at this point, uh, the only remaining person is, is Qualen, who obviously has the upper hand because he's got the helicopter. He's also got Jesse as the hostage. Uh-huh. They arrange to meet um, somewhere to do a trade. So, mm-hmm. like, they're going to give him the money in exchange for Jesse. Uh, they go to, like, a mountaintop. There's a... A ladder that's bolted into the side of the mountain. Pretty long ladder as well. Yeah. Jesse climbs out of the helicopter. Gabe has like the bag, or he, he just he's holding a bag, and it's sort of just assumed that it's got all the money in it. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, whatever reason Quayland doesn't question it, he's like, oh, he's got a bag. It must be the money. <laughs> um Turns out it is. But like, it's just like that. Just struck me. I was like, he's provided no evidence that he's actually got the cash. Yeah. He's just got a bag and you've immediately given away your hostage.
0: Yeah. And like, um, there was no, like you throw the money first. You let it go first. It's like, no, get out.
1: Yeah. It just, no problems. Like, let's just, yeah, we have a gentleman's agreement. (laughs) (laughs) Very trusting. Too trusting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But anyway, so uh, Jesse's now safe, but Sly is standing near the, the bolted in uh, fucking ladder. Mm Mm-hmm. Holding the money over the edge, and he, he's like drawing uh, the helicopter, and he's like, Come closer, come closer. I oh, was sorry, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, it's better. Yeah. And, um, he gets pretty fucking close with the helicopter, and so um, Quailen's like, Chuck it in, and then he's like, And he just throws <laughs> it up into the air, into the blades. Yeah. The bag explodes, money everywhere, so that's all fucked. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to get your hands on that. And he also, it's a, it's a trap. He um he has a cable, <laughs> big rope back at it again. Yeah. He has like a fucking cable connected to the ladder, and he hooks it onto the um onto the helicopter, like yep. the little weird feet bar things. And so like yeah, so now Qualen's helicopter is now attached to the rock to this uh, via the ladder.
0: No, see, I think it's the um he does it the other way around. He attaches the cable from the helicopter. To the ladder. Oh, that's right. Because you see it like unfurling as the is like. It's, it's the
1: cable that um, lowers. Yeah, Jesse down, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good catch, thank you. Yeah, that's right. But uh, yeah, so the, there's a bit of like a weird sort of um, like <laughs> like chase scene, I guess, like where yeah. uh, Gabe sort of running back and forth to evade the helicopter, but the helicopter's coming after him and the blades and stuff. And basically, uh, what happens is um, at one point Gabe jumps off the the cliff like attached to the oh he's holding on to the the fucking the ladder, the ladder. Yeah. but because the helicopter it's a fucking helicopter so it rips the hell like the the top half of the ladder off yeah. the cliff face and so now <laughs> the helicopter is like swung upside down and has crashed into the side of the mountain yeah Quailin's like survived so he's climbed on top of the helicopter which is actually the bottom like it's upside down um this uh steel ladder that's like bolted into the um cliff face holding a tremendous amount of weight at this that's point. Huge. It's holding in a fucking helicopter yeah. uh, and two men. And they have a big fight on top of the helicopter which is being held solely by this one cable <laughs> yeah. in the on the thing. Uh, they have, you know, there's a bit of back and forth. And then finally uh, Gabe jumps off the um uh wait what does he do again? He jump does he jump off the the helicopter and the helicopter snaps. No, oh, I think yeah, I think now. the helicopter was
0: just slowly falling, and then Gabe like gets a good grip on the wall.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're right. So the um the rest of the rungs of the ladder start to like snap yeah. off, p- presumably because of the fucking helicopter that's attached to it. Um, and it explodes with uh Kalen, Kalen on it. But uh, yeah, you're right. Gabe yeah. jumps off and holds onto the the uh the mountain, so he's fine. Whalen's dead. After all this is done, all everything is said and done, all the bad guys are gone, the money is fucking distributed well all over the place. Yeah. The fucking FBI and Treasury helicopter finally arrives, <laughs> um, having done no work whatsoever. No. And they're just like, we'll give you, we'll sort you out, we'll give you a lift back. <laughs> and that's it. And that's it. That's the fucking end
0: of the movie. Like, I would Rob have liked Brent. a little bit more closure, to be quite honest. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I would have too. At least go back home or something like that, or like have a funeral for Frank. Poor Frank. Poor Frank. Ugh.
0: the worst casualty in this movie, I think. I think. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean,
1: the the surfer dude, uh, surfer dude. The mountain guy was like pretty bad. But, hey, look, like-
0: man. He likes it extreme. He got it extreme. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's true. This is like his mountain total recall experience. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it does suck, though. Poor guy.
1: I dare say, though, that with such an abrupt ending, it's opened itself up to a sequel. Ah,
0: oh. yes, it has. And what a sequel! <laughs> um, who who shall go first?
1: Well, last time you gave us, you went first. I'm pretty sure. Mm, yeah. Um, but my concern is that again. You're just going to fucking blow me out of the water. <laughs> so I, if you don't mind, with your permission, I'd like to just get my fucking miserable ID out
0: of the way. I would love you to go first. <laughs> and I will not hear that it is a bad sequel. Oh it's not possible.
1: Now, now so i've gotten pixar involved oh very good no, I haven't, I haven't. oh damn i couldn't possibly it's like, oh, i hope
0: this becomes a theme
1: <laughs> no, look i'd love to but i just don't have that matt hopkins like genius yeah you know? oh stop i um my, the way i i actually sort of found this difficult um
0: yeah mine I, I mine was tricky as well and i didn't finish it until this morning like, yeah. I started it yesterday and then hit a wall and I was like, I don't know. I did the exact same, actually. Okay. Yeah. Um,
1: I, I, had, I finished it over a couple of coffees this morning and nice. I was like, this is definitely better than what I was running the night before. <laughs> um, I decided to try to figure out, like, a, a, a sequel idea by... Because, you know, when we do the sequels, we always have just, like, the title to the somethinging. You know, yeah. like Cliffhanger 2, the cliffening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I decided to go like for a bit of a different angle. I thought, I like it. what are some um, you know, what are some synonyms for cliffhanger? Like, what are other ways of, of saying cliffhanger? And that, like, maybe that could be some sort of inspiration. Okay. And God bless Google. When you search, <laughs> when you search anything, it just gives you people also asked and searched for, and a bunch of suggestions. I mean, no one's asked for to be shown these, but it just gives it to you anyway. Mm. Um, and one of them was, what is another word for cliffhanger? So I thought, all right, and there's some, uh, there's some, some ideas in here. There's, uh, you know, there's close shave. Oh yeah, yeah, you know, shaving uh, action thriller. Yeah. <laughs> uh, white knuckle. Okay, I was up there. Yeah, what I decided, what I landed on though was um, a phrase I've actually never really heard of. Uh, my sequel's name is Spine Chiller. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, spine chiller. Spine chiller. Yeah, fuck yeah. So we open one year on from okay. the incidents of the original. Mm-hmm. The incidents, yeah. Let's go with that. Multiple incidents. Yeah, this is spine chiller. <laughs> um, we open on the on the chopper crash site where Quaylen died, <clears throat> or did he? Oh yeah. <laughs> we- we pan over the wreckage and see Qualen's head frozen and perfectly preserved in ice. <laughs> Meanwhile, Gabe, Jesse, and Hal all still work together, saving people on the mountain. It's the one-year anniversary of the death of the radical mountain bro, and the surviving <laughs> friend, who I eventually looked up because I got sick of writing surviving friend, uh, Evan. Evan. His, his name, name is Evan, the surviving yeah. one. Um, Evan's in town to pay respects to his, uh, his, his you know his mate who died. By climbing to the spot where he died and then base jumping from it, because mm-hmm. he's you know, they're extreme fellows. Sure. Uh, Gabe, Jesse, and Hal join to pay their respects, but they fly up with a helicopter to meet him there. Mm-hmm. Um, at the site, they share some memories and stories and even a few laughs, <laughs>, <laughs>, uh- <laughs> as, as you do. As you do, yeah. yeah. Uh, Evan prepares to base jump, um, but suddenly an avalanche starts. Oh God! Right? Uh Hal and Jesse they make it back to the chopper. Uh-huh. They're lucky, you know. They get it, they get it gone. It's like the slowest avalanche ever. Like, they got enough time to get in the helicopter, start the helicopter. Um, but they're it. fine. They're safe. Mm-hmm. But Evan is like, he's fumbling with his base jumping equipment. He's like, Aah! you know, like he's, he's freaking out over the pressure. Um, and Gabe stays back to try and like, he's like grabbing him, like, hey, goodbye. We're going <laughs> to go to the helicopter. Um, but it's too late. You know, this fiddling around, the avalanche has finally caught up. Helicopters had to take off. They've been forced to to take off, otherwise they'll die too. Mm -hmm. And so the only thing left to do is for both of them, for Gabe and Evan, to do a tandem base jump. Oh yeah! And they run. They jump off the cliff, and Gabe and Evan they're like hugging so that they can like you know both use the same parachute. And then when when uh, Evan pulls the cord, the sudden jolt, uh, they lose grip, and uh, Evan's you know fine sailing in the sky, but Gabe falls and plummets into the fucking avalanche below and just disappears. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's gone. Cut to 2,000 years later. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Oh, now we're fucking talking. (laughs) A team of future Earth scientists are digging in the snow and come across the perfectly frozen and preserved head of Qualen. They radio another team and tell them of the news. Coincidentally, the other team have equally exciting news. Uh, they've found a perfectly preserved frozen body. It's Gabe. Yeah, yeah he's, nice. he's all right. You know, he sort of he somehow survived. It's amazing. Um, using future science technology, uh, <laughs> they're able to revive Gabe. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, they revive him. They re- rehabilitate him. Um,
0: Did they ask about what ancient dialect he was speaking? <laughs> 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 I was... <laughs> can't understand him. <laughs> Do you not have consonants in your tongue? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um but uh he finds out after you know extensive rehabilitation and then you know coming to terms with the where he is and that sort of business and mm-hmm. what's happened to him. Uh that he, he finds out that the they also the same group of people found the remains of Kalen and revived him as a cyborg. Oh yeah. It's two thousand years, man. So
0: he's like a head on a on a robotic body. I'm picturing yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm
1: picturing sort of like uh that thing in the Simpsons where Burns finds Bobo again yeah. and he's just like <laughs> yeah. a floating head in a jar with a body. Yep. Um. Yeah. So, because it's two thousand years, you know, it's just like it's not even a problem. Oh no, absolutely it's, not. It's like someone being like, "Yeah, just yeah. like put your phone on my charger." Like, it's yeah, just people sort of, do
0: that at home for like a hobby, you know. Yeah, cyborgs, like, like pickling carrots or something. That's
1: uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um. Future world sounds great. Yeah. So he he pleads with them to decommission him because he's like, no, he's he's evil. You know, he'll do something bad. But they're like, no, no, like we're from the future and he's harmless. Um. But would you believe it? it turns out they're wrong. Is that right? Kalen actually is evil and he, he but he's like he's, he's got fucking like cyborg strength now oh he's, God. he's real bad what so have they done he starts wreaking havoc on Future World and he starts by robbing the world treasury <laughs> oh okay yeah, to recoup the money that he lost in the original film nice. Right. I like it uh, but what he doesn't realize though is that the economics of the future are slightly different to <laughs> the time he came from uh, and money actually doesn't mean shit anymore like it's, <laughs> it's just like we're, we're well past that yeah um, and the place he robbed the treasury is actually more just like a museum, like <laughs> this is what people used to like worry about all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he's like, well, this is he's fucking furious at this because he's like, I finally got my money and like now it's completely worthless. There's yeah. no point to it. So enraged at this revelation, he decides to do the only thing that still has some sort of value to him, which is to like get revenge on gabe nice so okay. he's like i'm gonna i'm gonna fucking track him down i'm gonna kill him
0: so he knows that he's been revived as well
1: um yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah i feel yeah
0: be cool yeah, yeah
1: yeah he's a cyborg i assume he's like hooked yeah. up to
0: like the 4g i'm sure it comes you know? come up in conversation at some point <laughs>
1: that's right yeah yeah i'm sure someone mentioned it at some point yeah um uh, that, that's probably like the one hole in my story, you know, my believable <laughs> Easily <story>. plugged. <laughs> that's Easily right. plugged yeah. hole. No problem there. Yeah. Uh, but uh, in the meantime, Gabe finds out uh, that it's actually possible for him to return back to his time using future science technology. Future science technology? Uh, yeah. They, what can't it do? They have a time portal. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's as simple as any. It's like having a microwave. Man, that's it's crazy. Like, you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, actually, maybe not that that um, that convenient, I guess. But um, uh, you know, it's just like time travel. It's like no problem; man. Yeah. we can send you back. That's, that's so crazy. Cool. Yeah, it's so crazy. <laughs> yeah. So sorry. So uh, he knows about Quaylen, but he's you know the future people are like, no, you know everything's under control. Don't even worry about him. Like uh, we'll we'll sort it out. Like it's not even a problem. And but he's like you know really homesick as well, and he's like, all right, so he decides to, to return back. So um, he, he <laughs> Gabe uh, begins the journey to the time portal which is conveniently located at the top of the world's largest mountain <laughs> and begins to climb. Yeah, well, where would you put it? Well, yeah, <laughs> and someone's got to climb a mountain in this film. Oh, yeah. You know, it might as well be climbing towards the like, the, fi- the ultimate goal. Yeah. Um, so hot off being enraged over the whole money thing, uh, Quaylen decides, yeah, the only thing for him is revenge. Um, he, 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 you know, through whatever means, he, he realizes that Gabe is also around. <laughs> um, he goes after him. Um, uh, presumably, after hearing about the uh, the time portal, he's probably like, yeah I'll probably go there." Want to go home? Um, so he starts heading there as well. Um, despite the head start, Quaylen manages to catch up to Gabe on the mountain because he's you know he's a fucking cyborg, so he's just like climbing up, no problems, doesn't get tired. Um, they they battle climb. <laughs> oh yeah! Until the climax of their fight, in which uh, Quaylen slips, and Gabe kicks him, and he plummets into the clouds below. Cool. Seemingly, uh, seemingly defeated uh, the evil cyborg Quaylen. You know, it's a big climb as well. So, thinking he's won, he he finishes the climb to the time portal at the top. uh, Is about to enter it to return home when suddenly Uh Quaylen appears from behind him and crash tackles him. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's a fucking cyborg, man. You can't just kick him off the mountain and think he's going to be like, that's it? This is the future we're talking about. That's absolutely right. Um, So they fight in the snow at the top of the mountain. The time portal is spinning and swirling in the background. It's all very spooky and science fiction-y. Very cool. Whalen pins down Gabe and begins to choke him. Desperate, Gabe looks around at his surroundings and notices some icicles hanging from an overhang above them. He reaches into his pocket and he finds that mountain climbing bolt gun thing. And he points it towards the icicles. But Quaylen sees it and notices that he's not pointing it at him. And he looks at Gabe confused. And Gabe coolly says, Ice to meet you. And he, <laughs> and he, and he fires the bolt gun. <laughs> which cracks I- the icicles. And one of them penetrates Quaylen's cyborg body. Killing slash deactivating him. And Gabe throws through the home portal, the time portal. Returns home and is unified with... Uh, uh, reunited, I should say, with Jesse and Howe hell yeah and the credits immediately start rolling <laughs> of immediately. yeah yeah no you get no
0: exp- explanation outside of that yeah that's right that's great Yeah, i like, really enjoy that that
1: was spine chiller for <laughs> spine you spine
0: chiller baby yeah fuck yeah oh man well done yeah thank you all right um yeah i didn't really know where to go with this so um i just started writing and and just let it flow
1: yeah uh like jazz
0: yeah 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 like freeform jazz baby <laughs> Uh, so, my, my sequel is called Cliffhanger 2, The Edge of Sanity. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, well done. All right. So, it's five years have passed since the incident. I called him Walker in this. That's his last name, right? Gabe Walker? Uh,
1: yeah, I think, I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. Gabe Walker.
0: Yeah. yeah, cool. So, Walker still can't live in the area. He's still traumatized and all that other stuff. It's just too much room. So, he's like, I'm fucking out of here. <laughs> yeah. he, uh, so, he moved to the city. Uh, and opened a rock climbing gym. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, he lives a quiet life, running the gym, mm. teaching people how to climb, all this sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, one day, two semi-pro climbers come in for a climb, mm-hmm. and they're not dissimilar to like the extreme dudes from the original movie. Uh, yeah, like yo, man, MTV is really cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, that kind of deal. Yeah. Uh, Walker takes a liking to them because he feels bad for like the original radical dudes. So you know he. Um, he builds this friendship with them. They hang out together. Um, they, you know, drink after work and all this sort of
1: stuff. Watch MTV together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's
0: right. Um, Cribs and all, all, yeah, all <laughs> of the greats, MTV greats. So, yeah, uh, one day he offers them a job at the rock climbing center. He's like, man, I want to hang out with you guys all the time. You guys should come work here. So like, yeah, cool, man, radical. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, one day they're um, hanging out, having a few drinks after a busy day. In the, in the rock climbing center. And one of the radical dudes suggests that maybe they should do some class A hallucinogenics. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Whoa, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was not <laughs> expecting that at all. So
0: Walker turns and goes, oh, drugs are my style. You know? <laughs> not for him. Yeah. Uh, he walks off to go to the bathroom and while he's gone, one of the young yahoos puts liquid acid into Walker's drink <laughs> oh, no. while he's not watching. But he slips and accidentally pours like an obscene amount in like too much. Right. Um, But before they can like fix it or get a new beer or whatever, Walker's back. And he just takes a massive swig of the drink. like, you know, says something like, oh, you guys miss me. (laughs) Um, And they're like, oh, shit. So they decide to just go with it and see what happens. You know, maybe he'll be fine. Yeah. And they'll just, you know, have a lot of fun or whatever.
1: Maybe he won't notice. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
0: After a while, the acid starts to kick in. Walker is laughing his ass off. Um, but then he starts to freak out and he's just seeing John Lith go everywhere. <laughs> like he's having flashbacks and shit. Yeah. Um, so he just starts screaming, and like the radical dudes are like trying to calm him down. They're like, yo man, relax, it's just a trip. You know, just chill out. Um, but it's too strong. And he's been transported back to the incident and he's climbing all over the rock climbing gym. Oh my god. And he's just screaming like a maniac. He's like, um, <laughs>
1: i thought you were checking your notes for the next line of his (laughs) Uh,
0: one of the radical dudes is climbing up to try and like talk him down being like come on man like it's cool just relax relax Mm. Uh, but walkers having none of it and like while this is happening and probably throughout the rest of the movie it just keeps like switching back like the shots like showing him back at the incident or like just you know in back on the mountain Mm. climbing and like screaming And then back to the gym where he's just in the gym. Like like just constantly. Yeah. yeah, So um, it switches to a shot like on the mountain. And it's um, one of the radical dudes is one of the bad guys. Um, So Walker punches him in the face. um, And then it switches back to like the gym shot. And the radical dude falls off the thing and like breaks his neck. Oh my God. (laughs) He's dead. (laughs) 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 Yeah. so the other radical dude freaks out, he calls like nine one one, Walker is just like climbing all over the walls and screaming and like punching the air, you know, apparitions of fucking John Lithgow and stuff.
1: Like King Kong. Yeah. Yeah.
0: A heap of cops show up um, and try to like bring him down, but he just reverts back to like nineties cliffhanger mode and just <laughs> outclimbs them all, outruns them all over the gym. It's just like a, it's like a Benny Hill sequence. Like yeah. <laughs> But he's just too good. He's the best, you know? I, yeah. He escapes the cops and just runs through the streets. He's like on a rampage, <laughs> just screaming. Yeah. Um, I don't know why we're laughing. This is, this is yeah. so dramatic. <laughs> yeah. I think it's this, in my head, he's just all the whole, any shot of him, he's just, yeah. like, just screaming. Yeah. And that's very funny to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they bring back one of the old FBI dudes who was like from the original movie. Um, and he's like, I need a helicopter. <laughs> For some reason he knows how to stop this guy Yes. Yeah, <laughs> and it's in a helicopter With a helicopter yeah. yeah So there's a big chase scene Where the helicopter's just slowly following him Through the streets <laughs> <laughs> uh, He climbs a building like King Kong <laughs> Which is funny that you mentioned King Kong Oh man <laughs> Yeah And he's at the top of this building Screaming and like swiping at the air The helicopter circles And as it, like he's starting to like Slowly come down Like come back to reality Yep um, and his old pal Tucker is on the chopper,
1: oh. and he
0: helps him calm down. He's like, "Come on, man, we're gonna rescue you. It's it's gonna be all right." Yeah. Um. So they perform the same like rescue from the first movie. The helicopter parks on like a neighboring building. Oh no! <laughs> and, and they do the zipline thing across. So yeah, you know, Walker's like coming across. He's still shaky. He's still like kind of tripping. Mm. Um, ha, and I he's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the the buckle breaks halfway across <laughs> oh, no. it's deja vu man oh man Tucker like, goes out to help him he grabs him just before he's about to fall and then as they hold on Tucker's face begins to slowly change he remembers his girlfriend Sarah oh he man he says I have to let go it's the right thing <laughs> <laughs> holy shit he lets go Walker falls to his death whoa and then the credits immediately roll
1: <laughs> <laughs> holy shit yeah what a dark take yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: it's just where it went man i had no control over it, it just flowed through me
1: <laughs> oh shit yeah man that was that was full
0: on it's really something
1: you really took me by surprise well done yeah thank you yeah, yeah and likewise well thank you yeah, yeah. You know. I, I would dare i dare say that this could be a, a series a trilogy it could be yeah <laughs> just, Yeah. I have mine and then immediately follow up with yours as the third yeah totally it, but even though yours is the third we'll still call it Cliffhanger 2
0: oh yeah 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 just to <laughs> freeze everyone Cliffhanger
1: and... Spine Chiller then Cliffhanger 2 what was it again The Cliffening oh
0: uh, no The uh, the Edge of Sanity The Edge of Sanity <laughs> <laughs> that's a fucking great title <laughs> holy shit yeah that just it kept popping into my head and I'm like how can I make it about like sanity and I thought well probably an acid trip <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah oh man yeah wow. Good Times i
1: tell you what these um <laughs> the, the like extreme characters the extreme like mtv characters yeah nothing ever works out for these guys no, no matter well, what they like it extreme they do <laughs>
0: you <laughs> they know do. Yeah. Yeah.
1: drugging your friend uh and mm. uh i guess that's pretty extreme yeah. yeah i
0: guess the message across both movies is just don't watch mtv that's yeah <laughs>
1: never watch mtv yeah. see what it's
0: done yeah Destroyed oh, a whole man. generation. How
1: many lives is this going to take? Yeah. Mm.
0: Not even any music on it anymore. No. Yeah.
1: It's just meh
0: television. O- outrageous. <laughs> uh, anyway, thank you. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, and again, happy new year. Yeah. Um, join our Facebook page. Uh, it's just... If you just search the Motion Picture podcast, the Motion Picture podcast, you'll find it. Mm. Um, and get amongst it. Um, this was actually... Oh, that's right. Oh, I forgot to call him out in the start of the movie. This was actually a suggestion... Um, by one of our group members Glenn
1: yeah thanks he, Glenn
0: yeah yeah thank you so much because um, yeah we were kind of I don't know we were fumbling around for a new movie to watch and we couldn't really settle on anything
1: yeah we, we didn't really have any many ideas either because mm. uh, but anyway thanks thanks very much for the, the idea
0: yeah Cliffhanger was actually a great shout I, I really enjoyed that yeah um, so cheers Glenn but and you we, should be like Glenn and you should join the Facebook group and, and suggest us movies and get amongst it basically yeah yeah uh, cool until next time enjoy see you later see ya bye